Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Greatest Covenant. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan. And I'm Cassandra. We're a couple married 26 plus years, having a conversation about our life experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and how with God's intervention, we were able to persevere. Our goal in sharing with you is to show marriage is fun, God-ordained, and to let you know that you are not alone in your marriage struggles. Yep. So how are you doing today, dear? I'm okay. I'm good. Good holiday season. Yep. Got to spend a lot of time with with our family, with our kids and their significant others. So, yeah, it was good rest. It was restful weekend because we didn't do too much. I didn't have to cook one dish. I know. Right. That's that's crazy. We went <laughs> over our son's house and his fiance made a fantastic breakfast. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need her to give us the recipe or come over here and make it one day. And then we ate. Did, what what did we do after that? We went to church. Then we had church. And then we just hang came home. And then Saturday we were supposed to go to the movies. We decided to wait. Yep. And we just spent the day watching movies, hanging out in our jammies. Mm-hmm. And then we went over to your and son, yeah, BJ's and then, friend's parents' house. Yeah, we were invited to some ho- somebody's house for prime rib. Yep. Oh yeah. So needless to say, good. we we ate very well this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there was no reason for me to pull out a pot. Right. There was no. And, and ironically, the kitchen needs to be clean. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still had to eat breakfast and things That's like true. that. So we did still have to eat. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I'm going to let my I'm going to let my wife chime in on this one because <laughs> apparently, you know, go ahead, wife. Well, I just thought it would be fun to hear from the husband to hear the thoughts of a husband i feel like uh when we do these episodes i feel like i do a lot of the talking so i just kind of wanted to hear what thoughts my husband had thoughts that he you know things that they think even though i know that they you know men compartmentalize their brains or whatever I just thought it would be good to just hear hear what you're thinking, what's going through your mind and any, you know, any wisdom, any insight that you can give to husbands. So there's your, no particular reason why I, I so thought your, of this. For your but. husbands out there, she decided to give me a challenge and actually make me think about something. Yeah, you know, he, most, most husbands do most of the time think about nothing. But now she wants me to think about something. And I was like, man, now I got to really sit down and. Go through the boxes and pull out some Dust thoughts. off the cobwebs of thoughts and <laughs> hope I don't fry something in my brain cells trying to think about all this stuff. <laughs> Man, you know, and so wives, I'm not the spokesperson for husband thinkers or husband doers. I But she's right. I do have some thoughts and a lot of my thoughts came from just trial and error and maybe even a little bit of discovery you know because i i was really sitting here thinking about the the role of a husband it's mm-hmm. it's it, it can be a lot for for some men yep. it can be a lot um but i thought that i would start with just a quick summary of how i met the woman that i call cassandra yates wait he didn't you didn't call me cassandra yates you mean I okay, didn't call I took, you Cassandra Yates? I took Yates, but I like it better when you say the woman you call your queen. Come on, man. You know there's see another there's life, little pet names. Another life lesson. So <laughs> you see, see, I don't if I don't call her by my queen or babe, then if I say Cassandra, what do I do? What's wrong? It's like I I just called you by the name that your parents gave mm-hmm. you. I don't understand that. So husbands, if you share my pain, you understand. So. Let me rephrase. I'll give a quick summary of how I met the woman that now is my queen, my better half. Thank you. The, the, as I'm the head of the house, she's the head of me, you know, that kind of thing. Thank you. (laughs) Finally. Don't get the big head. I just gave you that (laughs) 10 seconds of props. Don't let it, don't let it go all the way out past the 10 seconds, please. Thank you. So just a quick summary. My wife and I went to college together in uh, Lincoln University in Missouri, in Jefferson City, Missouri. Um, and 
it was the first week we're both band people so it was the first week of band camp i was late to band camp because you know when you're a freshman in college you know you probably have to take some kind of placement test to you take a placement test to get you know decide what general ed classes you qualify for for your first year and so i had to take that so i i literally missed almost the whole day of band camp that day because the test took that long and so um when I walked in the room, I, she apparently noticed me before I noticed her. I was too busy trying to get in there because I was already late. <laughs> I sure did notice you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I didn't think nothing of it. It wasn't until that night when I, when I met a guy uh, at the university, first years together, and we, we did was we went out to the yard. Now, the yard is... It's pretty much because there's a there's a there's a girls dorm and a boys dorm and there was a parking lot in the middle, so everybody just kind of hung out there that night and meeting people and you know trying to trying to make their hookups you know whatever, um, and this guy that I met he wanted to go out and meet people you know he was he's trying to be a ladies man meet the meet the ladies and all that and that's cool and I, I followed him out there because I didn't know anything I'm just I'm this skinny kid with my white shorts on. <laughs> I remember the white shorts. The white clearly. shorts. Clearly. Clearly, yes. And I, I was, a, I mean, if, for any musicians out there, if you know what a drumstick looks like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> with, with, with hair. Drumstick with hair. Um, so, I'm walking around the yard and, and Cassandra was out there. I think she was talking to some other girls or whatever. I don't know what she was doing. I think she was, she wasn't out there by herself. Um, and so we were talking, I would no, that guy met, went up to her mm-hmm. first and started talking to her. Mm-hmm. And of course I could tell just by her facial expression, she was like, look, hi <laughs> and boy, bye. <laughs> she had that kind of mode. Um, for some reason I stuck around. I don't know why. Is we that started what I did? talking. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? We just started talking. Yep. I guess I was trying to be like him. <laughs> i don't know i just know we started talking yeah so we started talking and i think we talked for a good two three hours seemed we like were, we were out there for longer than was that our, babe we were out there, okay and so and i guess we made such a connection that people actually thought that we was together already mm-hmm. and we were just having a conversation you know just talking of course she was a, she couldn't keep her hands off me you know she's whatever she was we walk in and she got her arms, got her arm around my arm, under my arm. I was like, it's a okay. gentlemanly thing to do. A gentlemanly thing to do. Okay. Well, I didn't do that. You just did it. <laughs> I remember that part. Okay. <laughs> but we have been, um, I guess we have been together ever since. I guess we mm-hmm. have been together ever since. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, and I guess in a way I kind of fell for her quickly. I don't. That's the only way I, I think can we both fell it. for each other quickly, yeah. Yeah. So and here we are. So we've we have been married twenty six years, but we've technically been together twenty nine. Yep. Twenty nine years. So it kinda it was gonna happen either way, I guess. So that's just kind of brief overview of how I met this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like a fine wine. She gets better with age. <laughs> Thanks, babe. You're welcome. You're welcome. So since I'm doing all the talking, I'm going to talk. So. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's your show. I'll chime in, of course. Of course you will. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> just remember, it's all about me today. It is all about you. I got you, babe. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. So she asked me to, to have the thoughts of a husband. Well, again, that was a difficult thing to do. Maybe I should have named it thoughts of maybe I should have said thoughts of my husband well no no thoughts of a husband i am a husband so i mean okay (laughs) i mean it makes perfect sense i am a husband it's not like thoughts of a husband and brendan (laughs) (laughs) yes dear (laughs) but no so that it made perfect sense it made perfect sense um so thoughts of a husband so first of all i'll say this and i took me a long time to realize this well no i kind of knew because it was in the, it's in the word that you know being a husband is god's plan yes it is definitely god's plan mm-hmm. um 
because Genesis talks about how God caused Adam to go into a deep sleep because he was creating a helper for him. Mm-hmm. Caused Adam to go into a deep sleep, take a rib out and created it. And she was called woman because she came out of the man. Yep. And it talks about how therefore man should leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife mm-hmm. and two shall become one flesh. So it's already God's plan for us to be husbands. Mm-hmm. Now, with me saying that, just because it's God's plan, being a husband is a privilege. It is not. It there, there are privileges that come with being a husband. There really are. Just because that again, thoughts of a husband <laughs> <laughs> or me. Um, I need you to elaborate on that a little bit because that's interesting. Well, just because, just because you, well, first of all, let's start with the fact that to become a husband, you first had to ask <laughs> the woman to be yeah. your wife, and then. That's what the to me. And again, these are my thoughts. That's yep. where the first level of privilege comes from. Mm-hmm. Her saying yes or no. Mm-hmm. I mean, she tells you no. OK, well, you lost that privilege. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it yeah. makes sense. I mean, if she now she says, yes, she's saying I love you enough that I'm giving you. I'm giving my I'm giving myself to you, mind, body, soul to, to be your wife. And you are going to be my husband. So to me, I call it a privilege because not every man is given that opportunity to be a husband. That's no matter how true. much they desire it, no matter how much, no matter how much uh, they could be dating a person and they could be having a great relationship with that person and she just doesn't want to get married. Right. You know, and then it could be a simple thing of just because you are a husband doesn't mean you are deserving of the role. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it, when I mean by deserving of the role, it means by, I mean more like, um, your actions and your words mm-hmm. does that make does that give you does that make you the the an example of what a husband should be right you know because we all i mean god gave us command on how to love our wives we all love our wives differently some of us love them incorrectly yeah to the point that they lose the right to be that husband right so I that's what i mean by deserving of the role of being a husband. And I think you at some point in, in our relationship had had those feelings of being undeserving. Well, yeah, I mean, and but and that goes to my point, you know, and I put in my because we, we we have our cliff notes when we give these when we when we have our conversations, yeah, our just talking, to get points. talking points. And I put in as a talking point, ironically, you won't know if you're worthy until you're actually doing it. Right. <laughs> that's i mean husbands any husband out there that's listening say amen if you believe if you understand you don't know if you have the the gumption to be this husband right until you're actually doing it it's almost like you don't know you don't know how good you are in sports until you start playing it you Mm -hmm. don't know how good you are playing video games until you start playing them right you know you don't know until you're actually doing it right and some husbands find out too late right yeah you know, and and sad to say that some husbands don't get it until the second time around. Right. You know, the f- they they failed with the first one. Mm-hmm. The second time I learned something. OK, well, you had an opportunity to learn with the first one, mm-hmm. the first wife. Mm-hmm. And you whatever reason, depending on what happened, there may have been too much hurt, too much whatever to where your first wife says, no, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't give you the second chance. You know, so. So I'm, I, that's what I mean by it's all about being a privilege and, you know, you don't know and being deserving of the role. You don't know until you actually get into it. If you have. And then, of course, it goes with trial and error. I right. mean, a lot of a lot of trials, a lot of errors, <laughs> Yes, a lot of trials. Yes. A lot of errors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some things that I was a repeat offender. <laughs> yes. Yes. The judge is like, I'm so tired of looking at you. <laughs> that judge yeah i'm so tired why why are we here again same thing well how many times how many times i have to give you a pardon before you i know i you know talking to god i'm tired of looking at you why are you here yeah <laughs> so i mean you have to just understand that husbands stop to saying all that just understand the husbands even though it is god's plan it is still it's still a privilege i even feel, i even i even feel like it's a privilege that God even said, I'm going to make a helpmate for him. Yeah. 
God says, I'm going to give you someone that's going to help keep you grounded. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, you know, when when sin entered into the world before that, everything was a privilege. Mm -hmm. God loved Adam and Eve so much. He he gave them rule over the Garden of Eden. Yeah. The only thing that they had to do was not eat of the tree of knowledge. Mm -hmm. That was the only thing they had to do. But once they sinned, mm -hmm. they lost that privilege to be yep. in the Garden of Eden. Then that's another thing. Honey, wow. Wow. Woo! Look at, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me, wow. Yeah, again, you're right. It's God gave, God gave privilege from creation. Yes. You know, so privilege wise, you know, it's, it's awesome. Us having, us having the privilege to just be a couple that was yep. God that was God giving us that privilege so even God told us you know how to love mm -hmm. you know he, God gave specific instructions to the husband on how to love their wives mm -hmm. and all we have to do he's give, God gave us the privilege to be a husband yeah this woman said yes gave us the privilege to be a husband so all we have to do is love them mm -hmm. specifically how he says love them mm -hmm. and of course by not doing that mm -hmm. what happens you lose your privileges right so, and not, and then let's say you, you, you are, so the privilege has been given to you unto you. Now you have to go into the next level of being a husband that R word <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> being a husband is a responsibility. It's not just she's my wife and I'm her husband. There are responsibilities that come with it. Yeah. You know, and I just I jotted down a couple of them. We have the responsibility to lead and whatever and however that goes, you know, at all. Every every marriage is different. Every yeah. marriage is is carried out. You know, as long as you're, if your wife loves you enough and respects you enough to allow you to lead, well, whatever capacity my wife, my wife allows me to lead on some things. But there are some things I'm like, babe, I just mm -hmm. I don't know. And she'll be yeah. like, OK, I got it. And as you know, sometimes as a leader, you have to allow those who you are leading to do some things as well. You know, I'm yeah. trying to find the right words to say that it, makes you know? a good leader. Yes. You to be a good leader, because you hear this in business all the time. You to be a good leader, um, you have to be able to follow. Right. Right. Is pretty much what it is. Right. A good leader listens to those yes. who follow him. Yes. Or her. And so. If I tell my wife, okay, she comes to me, she says, babe, what do you think about this? Okay, well, as a leader, I have to make a, she's leaving me to make a decision. Yeah. Well, or, or, or wants to hear like, my opinion that yeah. would lead to either a joint decision mm -hmm. or she says, well, I was thinking about doing this. And if it makes sense to me, I go, sure, go ahead. Mm -hmm. And she'll, she'll carry it out, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but she loves, there was a time she didn't come to me with anything. She just made a decision. Yeah. So it was a lot of, there's been a lot of growth. Um, on both know, parts. On both parts, yeah. right. And there are times that where she did make me, she did not make me, but gave, told me, or not, I don't even know how to say told me. There are times she would bring things to me and she'll say, honey, you make the final decision. Yeah. Sometimes that can be, that for some husbands, that can be a stressful thing because you don't, because you're unsure. You don't want to say something, especially if you care for your family enough that you don't want to make a decision that, um, it could be end up being a bad decision, which could have some long, some big effects to your family. You know? And I think for you and your situation, it was a little bit more unique because your father wasn't there full time. So you didn't really have that, that example to follow. Correct. And so you pretty much, when we got married, you were learning from scratch, like scratch, scratch, like scratch, scratch. So the, you, right. And you, then my mother made all the decisions. Yes. So I, I assumed, so I left it, that's what mm -hmm. I was groomed to know. So that's why I left it. You know, yeah. and then you came from a different household where dad made all the decisions. Yep. And so you were hoping that'd be the same way. Mm -hmm. And of course, through trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we realized that wasn't the case. Yeah. But the, for some husbands, that's that's a big deal because mm -hmm. the, the last thing you want is to make a decision that could cause detriment to your family, whether it's financial or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's a responsibility that that's a responsibility that husbands have or 
or to them in their brain, they have they they feel that that's their responsibility to make those kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. We definitely have we definitely have the responsibility to provide for our family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that God God also made that. You know, when He told yeah. after sin came in the world, and yep. He told Adam, "You're gonna tend the field. You're yep. gonna work from the sweat of your brow. Mm-hmm. About to get a job." <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Long hours and low pay. Right. <laughs> and that's because of sin. Uh, right. I mean, that that really is what it, it all boils down to is, is because of sin. And because how of sin. Right. Just one little thing. Just, you know. Yep. And, you know, and. And we also think when husbands also understand that when you think when I say the word provide, it's not just financially. Sometimes you have to provide emotionally. Yep. You have to be the rock for the family. You have to be the strength. You have to be the one that that plows forth and and be the first one to jump in the fire, whatever that fire happens to be. You know, you you know, when you're when your family's feeling low or your family's having these crises, you uh, unless unless you're unless you're the reason for the crisis, you have to be the rock, right? And stand firm and stand tall, stand tall, and just make sure that you are that you are you are there for them to hold them up when they're not when they can't hold themselves up, right? And sometimes, and, and husbands, sometimes that can be even taxing on you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't be afraid to understand that you have that that some of that burden that you take on could weigh you down, right? But you still have that responsibility to be that rock for them as much as you can. You right. know, now, um, and I also- think, I think also it, there is nothing wrong because both men and women are human, right? They, we are emotional people. That is how God built us. So there's nothing wrong with men being emotional. Right. And right. there's nothing wrong with men saying, husbands saying, Wife, I need to lean on you emotionally right, right now. Right. See, don't, you're getting ahead of me. You're oh, sorry. Me. My bad. My See, bad. She's not following the cliff notes. My bad. See? My bad. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. She just, mm. I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking <laughs> no, about no. emotion. Go ahead, well, babe. Well, no, I was talking about it. But we don't want to. Okay. You, you, you're fine. Stay where you are. You're good. You're good. You're, stay, you're good. Go ahead, you babe. got it. So, another thing is, of course, we have to be a responsibility to protect. And, like I said, be it protect and be strong and mm-hmm. be that rock. And that protection could be be physical in that protection uh i'm not i'm you know i'm not trying to say get violent but there are times when you have to you have to defend yours yeah you have to do what you have to do and sometimes that protection could be a legal matter getting the lawyer involved sometimes mm-hmm. that protection could be stepping in between two people to keep it from breaking the family up your job is to protect it could be standing up for the rights of your children you mm-hmm. know and verbally, you know, I'm not saying, you know, going to a school board or or speaking up against a teacher or, or someone or a neighbor who may have wronged your children. Mm-hmm. So you're we have we, we as husbands and as men in general, we just have that innate nature to protect. Yeah. You know, we don't want nobody disrespecting us or what's ours. Right. You know, um, we have the responsibility to guide mm-hmm. spiritually and emotionally. Yeah. Um, if my wife is needing me to, again, make a decision because emotionally she can't handle it, mm-hmm. I have to be able, I, I have to be able to help her and 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 that's one make the decision for her. Two, because she's going to look for me. If she's to the point that she can't handle it anymore, she needs me to guide her and help her with something. I have to be ready to do that. I have to be mm-hmm. ready to jump in, talk her off the ledge, so to speak. Um, same thing with my children. Let them know. That you can come to me. There's nothing you can't talk to me about because I'm, my job here is to make sure that you live a better life than we have. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to sit with our children down and guide. Sometimes guiding our children, even our wives, means telling them something they don't want to hear. Yeah. Sometimes we have to be we have to be raw with them. Have to take the consequences of them possibly being mad mm-hmm. <laughs> at us for saying it. <laughs> I mean, you asked me a question, I answered it. What do yeah. you want me to say? <laughs> Can you give an example of when 
I, I can think of an example. Okay, go ahead and give it because no, I can't think of one. <laughs> okay, well, the 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 main one that I can think of is just recent within this last year. Mm, actually, a year, it'll be a year this week. Uh, the decision to resign from my job, okay. and you know, I had prayed about it, and I had, you know, sought the Lord and, and had gotten an answer, but I just didn't feel confident that it was the answer because I knew what was at stake. Right. So I had to come to you because I'm like, I can't make this decision on my own because this not only affects me, it affects both of us. Yeah. You know? And so I sort of relied on you to guide me through this process Mm -hmm. and to, you know, be my, emotional protector because I was emotional about all this stuff, yeah. you know? And, and that was hard for me too. Yeah. That was hard for me. Cause it's like, I know what's going to happen if she does resign. I know financially what will happen. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for that? Are we right. prepared for that? But I also know I need her to be with me for as long as God would allow her to be with me and making her stay and not making her, but and convincing her to try to stay there mm-hmm. and go back to work and all of that. Knowing the possibility that it could be more detrimental to her health, which could ultimately anyway affect us financially. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know if I I had I weighed I had to weigh out the financial burden or financial hardship we were going through versus seeing you suffer. Yeah. And I it w- and the protector in me couldn't see you suffer. Mm-hmm. The provider in me was like, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. But the protector in me says we can't see her suffer. Yeah. Because when you hurt, I hurt. Mm-hmm. When I see you stress, I'm stressed. You know? Yeah. So the protector won. Yeah. He and won. It- and I'm glad he did because you have been able to focus on some things for yourself. We're still working on some stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna we're not gonna I'm not gonna bust you out right here. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> Cause I got Thank one. Thank you. I got one and we're going to talk about it. That'll be another episode. Off. <laughs> you can, I appreciate it. You can it. sigh all you want. <laughs> um, and what I mean by, and, and spiritually, you know, you know, if you're a husband listening right now, and let's say you don't have a connection with Christ, I urge you to get one. Mm-hmm. I urge you to get one. And um, that spiritual connection that you, that spiritual connection that you have with God will allow you to be a spiritual leader, will allow you to comfort your wife, will give you guidance and comforting your wife. And I didn't put that on her as far as leading, but spiritual leading is important as well. Very much so. Um, and it took you a long time to do that too. Yeah, I haven't arrived, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say, let's pray. I'm not afraid to pray with you, for you. Right. Um, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I'm not afraid to open the book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It did take me a long time to do that. It took me a very long time. Again, trial and error. Mm-hmm. Trial and error. I think the most. I think one of the things, husbands, we first need to make sure that we understand our wives. Yes. And sometimes they don't make that easy. Let's just put it out there. Mm-hmm. They don't. They expect us to just know. Well, I know how you think. Okay. Well, that's you know how I think. I'm. But- Y'all, no, we just say it just sometimes to make you believe or make you think we know what we think you think. But, you know, I think in all reality, we 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 want you to believe that we know what you're thinking. So you say you never know what I'm thinking, but I guess we've already had that conversation. We have already had that conversation. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, you know, we I think both husbands and wives have a way, you know, when you're when you're. I don't want to say younger in marriage or whatever, but there's a way that there's a, a, a manipulation that takes place, you know, to, to be able to manipulate each other sort mm-hmm. of. Because we, because we're used to certain things. We yes. need you to get used to we it. We need you to do it our way. Need you do it. I need you to do this my way, but yeah. your way doesn't make sense. So we're going to switch it and you're going to do it my way. Yes. So yes. You're, you're playing that emotional back and forth. Yes. Manipulation. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. But as we are, but husbands, wives, take the time to understand the way your spouse thinks, yes. the way your spouse does the things that they do. Um, that honestly, I believe that would in turn 
help your husband love you better mm-hmm. and wives will help they'll help the wives respect their husbands better no one's saying no no one's saying you can't tweak because you're gonna you're gonna be tweaking in your relationship because mm-hmm. you have to do what fits you you can't do it because your mom and dad did it right doesn't mean that it's gonna work in your house yeah and that's just and that's one thing we had to realize is because what i did with my mother and what she did with her parents doesn't mean it's gonna work for us yep you know, even if we came from the same kind of background, it still doesn't necessarily mean it's still going to work. Yep. Um, so that's so that that that's important to know as well. Mm-hmm. And again, husbands, learn to love your wives. Every wife is loved differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every wife knows how to knows how they want to be loved by their husband. Yes. And I think we I think we should talk maybe add in just a again we've we've said this in the past that we are not professionals and we are not you know giving any type of professional advice but um and and you know you're in a way shape form or fashion abusive but you know you'll hear of of abusive men saying that they that's how they love their wife that's true that is not love and it's not the kind of love that we're talking about we're talking about christ-like love Mm -hmm. um the 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 kind of love that god shows us um yeah so i just wanted to put in that little disclaimer okay okay yeah we'll be back after these messages (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i I had she was being serious i'm sorry i had to (laughs) no i just i that's just but you're right but you're you're right but you're right You, you know and Yes, we do. We are not professionals giving out professional opinion, but um, husbands, if you truly do love your wife, I urge you to learn to love your wife the, the way Christ instructs us to. Yes. I urge you to love your, I urge you to talk to your wife. Mm-hmm. Say, how can I love you? What is it that I can do for you that shows that shows you that I love you. Me mm-hmm. going me going to work every day, that's not love. Yes. To me to me, right. I'm sorry, that's not love. That's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm still on the subject of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um loving your wife is your responsibility, but going to work is not your it's not a responsibility. That's it loving your wife is going to work is not how you show you it's not a way to love your wife in my opinion. Yes. Again, this is my opinion. That's a responsibility as the provider of your home. Mhm. You have to work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just I, I urge you husbands to talk to your wife. Say, honey, what what shows you that I love you? Mm-hmm. Can you what what honey? What shows you that I love you? I know this is weird, but when you take your medication, because it shows me that you love. You care about the temple that God. You care about the temple that God created. Your body is your temple. Let's see what else. When you, you know, when you cut the grass, when you spend a half hour just, you know, sitting with me on the couch or when you're sitting on the love seat and I'm on the couch and we're watching a a Christmas movie and my husband does not like Christmas, y'all. He don't like the Christmas music. He don't like the Christmas movies. So when he sits and watches a Christmas movie, that shows me that he... You know, he cares about me and he, you know, he's going to do what he needs to do to make sure that I'm happy. She did that on purpose. I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. She threw me under the motor coach bus (laughs) when it came to Christmas movies. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, you know, those are just some of the things I can think of off the top of my head. But, you know, you show me in so many different ways when you, you know, of course, when you tell me you love me. And it's very different from what it used to be back in the day when we, you know, were where we were in our marriage. It was very different how you say you love me now to 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 back then. So when you cook, you work all day and then you, you know, if I'm if I'm in too much pain or if I'm, you know, exhausted or fatigued or whatever and you cook dinner, I mean, to me, those are those are things that show me that you love me, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you, dear. Yeah. 
Good to know that I'm on the right track. You are. Good to know. I think one more I think one more responsibility is husbands, we can't always be so serious. Let's have some fun with our family. Be Amen. fun. Have a joke. You know, what about some dad jokes? You know. What about some I don't know, husband jokes. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know if they make those, you know. Not you know, do a TikTok video with the kids. Some be be lively. Be, be laugh, f- yes. Laugh. Don't be afraid to laugh. I'm I'm i t- I'm telling you. Your kids will remember those things. Your mm-hmm. wife will remember those things. Mm-hmm. The good times, you know, take them on a vacation. Go on a go to go to Disney World or make it a road trip. If your family likes road trips, me and my kids and Cassandra, we love road trips. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a good time on the road trips. You know, and I'm hoping to have those same good times and road trips when we add Chloe and yeah. and then Jasmine's boyfriend Ethan. You know, when we have those times, we can all do those things together. Those are the things that, you know, yes, you, you, you're doing everything else you should do as a husband. But at the same time, husbands, take the time to laugh. Yep. Take the time to okay. show them that you can be a fun person. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, now, as my wife said earlier, we as husbands sometimes don't always have to be strong. We will endure things in our lives that will weigh us down, mm-hmm. that will knock us out. The loss of a parent, you know, the loss of a job, you mm-hmm. know, the loss, you know, just stressful stress at work, stress at work, something stressful that's happening at home that you can't get a grasp on. You know, it, it this always we, we are still human. Mm-hmm. We are still human. We you know, I've talked about all the things about being the lead and the provider and the protector and 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 uh, the showing the love. But at the same time, we're still human. We still have those moments where we're going to just crumble emotionally. Mm-hmm. First things first, I'm, and my mother taught me this. She said, she's told me, Brendan, there are times when you are married, you're going to have to swallow your pride. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to swallow your pride and ask for help. There's nothing wrong, husbands, with asking for help. And I know, even with me now, that's still a struggle to ask for help. Mm-hmm. But I know if I try to hold it all in, it's just going to consume me. And it's going to d- bring down any type of spiritual, emotional strength that I have left. Mm-hmm. So there are times you have to ask for help. You know, I, I don't know. Have I don't think have we ever called our parents and asked them for help, whether financially or whatever? Mm-hmm. We have early and early in the marriage. Yeah, I don't like, remember doing it. I don't yeah, I really, really, don't really early in the marriage. And I tried to be and I and I did try to be strong when I was early, really early married and, you know, not ask for help and stuff. And and there are times that, you know, because with me, I'm the kind of person if I ask you for help, I don't want to ask. I don't need 30, 30 questions to say yes or no. It's not like you. I have to give you a whole resume of what's going on in my life for me to tell you what's for me to uh, give you. I just don't. My wife will tell you, I don't like a lot of questions. Let's put it that way. Nope. I don't like a lot of questions. I understand I have to answer them. <laughs> That's why I like asking a lot of questions. Because she know nine times out of ten, I'm going to answer it. She goes, well, you didn't think about this way. You didn't think about that way. Look, I already had it in my thought process how I want to do it. <laughs> I don't need you to change the road. I, I had a road. I had to build. It was street lights, all green lights. It was golden. Here you come with this yellow light. Oh, did you think about this? No. <laughs> that means I have to stop. <laughs> So I try to avoid as many questions as possible, but I, I, I'm learning to not, I'm learning to, uh, to ask for help. I'm learning to do that. So husbands, at, there are times, it's not a sign of weakness. It's to me, it's more of a weakness for not to not ask for help than it is to try to do it yourself and still continue to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that like repeating the same thing? Isn't that like ins- insanity or yeah, what's that the word? definition of insanity yeah, re- yeah doing the same thing over expecting a different result yeah. no that no guys don't be afraid to ask for help um whether whether it's ask for help in prayer going to if you have to go to a counselor mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help yeah have an Agreed. accountability partner anything let's see i'm still working on being vulnerable sometimes mm-hmm. husbands we have to learn to be vulnerable we have to learn to say, hey, um, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. I I don't know what to do. I mean, 
if you if you're so vulnerable that you that you break out in tears, it's not a sign of weakness. We're still human. We're still going to have those emotional situations. Mm-hmm. We're still going to feel that we need to get it out. You know, when my son passed away, I was grieving. I yeah. had to get it out. I sat in the car one morning after work and just bawled. I mean, you have you you know even now talking about my son chokes me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, husbands, you don't always have to be the rock. Sometimes the rocks do have cracks in them. Yep. Okay. So, I don't know. I guess, I guess ultimately, as you know, and my thoughts, as you're being, as you're working towards being the husband, the provider, the protector, uh, the emotional stability, you know, leaning on your family or your or your uh, church members to pray for you in your moments of weakness. Just remember everything that you're doing as you develop to be that husband, the reward will be great. Mm-hmm. It will be great. You know, I see, I see now pushing through to be the husband that I am now or tr- still trying to be now. I'm seeing the reward between me and my wife. I'm seeing it. You know, she's changed, you know, she's showing, She's given me the respect that I didn't earn from that I didn't deserve that she's showing me now. And, it's, and I honestly believe it's because of Christ and her just seeing me in a different light as I'm developing myself to be a, a different man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing the respect level between us, you know, the love, her, her looking to me for leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, she shocked me one day. And this is just an example. She shocked me a couple of days ago. She said, uh, what did she say? She came up to me and she goes, honey, can I get my hair done? And I looked at her. Are you asking me, can you get your hair done? Why are you asking me if I can get your, normally you would tell me I made a hair appointment. <laughs> it's like. That's not the first time I've done it. I, th- I only do it when like, if it's going to be over a certain amount of money, if it's going to be like a small amount of money, if I'm just going to get a, like a wash and a trim and a flat iron, you know, I'll just let you know, hey, I want to do this. But if it's going to be over like something big, like getting braids or something like that, I definitely would ask because. But there was a time you wouldn't ask me at all. You just oh, do no, it. I would just do it. You would just do it. Yeah. So to and to me, I know that sounds like a kind of a petty thing or something small. But to me, that that showed respect towards me. And I and I appreciate it. And I'm not yeah. saying I'm here's the thing. I'm not saying it's expected. You mm-hmm. know, she calls me one day. She says, hey, I made a hair appointment. Okay, nine times out of ten, I'm going to say okay. I, unless I know we don't have the money to do it, I'm not going to tell her no. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and it's just those little things, just those little things that she does, you know, or she'll make dinner and she'll bring me the plate, bring me a plate versus, hey, dinner's ready, come get your food. Oh, I still do that sometimes. Okay, well, I was trying to get you props here, <laughs> so I need you to let me work my magic. So you okay, just ruined the whole thing. You just ruined it. Just ruined it. <laughs> I was saying that she does those little things where she doesn't have to bring me plates. She can just say, honey, dinner's ready. Come get your plate and I'll come get it. But she'll bring it to me. So I, that to me, I don't know. To me, that's a respect thing. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, again, it's not an expectation, but I, I appreciate when you do those little things like that, sweetheart. Just saying. And the same thing with the rewards with your children. You know, like my son, he's getting ready to have his own wife, have his own family. And I'm seeing the man that he's going to be, you know, he has a good job. I mean, he has a a pretty good job Mm -hmm. without having no college degree, you know, and he's doing well and I'm proud of him. Um, Even Jasmine, Jasmine's trying to finish up her internship. And should we, should we tell the world now? Should we tell the world now? (laughs) We may have to find us a sound effect in the crowd cheering on this one. Right. Our daughter is moving out. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Didn't have to quite make it to season three. No, we didn't have but, to make it to season three. But hey, we celebrating all the same. So yeah. she's moving out. She's going to be her own woman. And and I'm proud of her as well. She's yeah. made some great strides, great successes. And I honestly, and, um, I honestly believe it's because of what God has done in my heart as a, as a man which has allowed me to love and be a guide and a protector for them as well as my wife. Mm-hmm. And I just love the fact that they're not, you know, 
being African-American young male, young, young man, young woman, they're not part of that statistic of what they could have been. Yeah. Um, And I'm so great, very grateful to God for that. I am. I'm very grateful for what he's allowed to happen in the Yates household, Mm -hmm. which brought us stronger together. Unfortunately, fortunately it had to come at a price. Yes. With losing our baby boy. Yeah. But, he has helped us grow even stronger. And with that reward, others, you can be an example for other couples. Yeah. A lot of couples over the years were like, how can you all be this strong after losing your child? How can yep. you all be this strong after all the things that's happened in your marriage? Because we made a choice not to give up. We made a yeah. choice to be better for ourselves. And we made a choice to allow God to be the head. Yeah. And the reward would be great for your future generations, your grandchildren, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're still around, your grandchildren, as they get older and God and God allows you to be long enough older around long enough for them to see how your marriage is, they'll want that too. Yeah. Your 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 kids' marriages, they'll want that. You know, it's just the reward is great for your role as a husband. And it starts with you husbands. Mm-hmm. It really does. It it starts with you. The 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 destruction of my family would have been I, I would have taken it personally because mm-hmm. I know I've made a lot a lot of bad decisions. So the destruction of my family would have I would have taken it personally, mm-hmm. and because it, because I was given the job as being the head of the house. Yeah. If the if the leader is wrong, then the kingdom is wrong. Right. You know. Ooh. I know. I just came up with that. It was, was kind of <laughs> cool. Um, that's but, true. But though. that's true. That's true. It all you know. Like, you know, you hear all those, like if you're watching a movie and they're trying to stop this big corporation, they'll make a phrase like you have to cut the head of the snake. Mm. Okay, well, I'm the head of, well, I won't say snake. I'm the head of whatever animal that's better than a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and if you cut if you cut the head off, the, the, the rest, the body's going to suffer. Yeah. So you got, I take a responsibility, I took that responsibility and I, and I and I said I was not going to allow my family to live the way that I lived as a kid. Right. You know, I, I didn't want I didn't want to be a weekend dad. I didn't want to be a you know once a month kind of father, only see him mm-hmm. during holidays. I wanted to be their dad. I wanted yeah. to be, you know, and and my wife's strength, my wife's strength, not my own, my wife's strength showed me that I can be that person. I can be the husband that she that she needs me to be. Mm. So wives, keep praying for those husbands. Yeah. Praying for them, praying with them. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know I have anything else to say. I'm, Babe, that was good. You sure? Yeah. Okay. That was like good. Said, I'm, I'm not the poster boy for husbands. <laughs> well, and I just think, you know, I think with this, the stuff that we've been through the uh, together as a couple and stuff that we've been through, that you've been through individually, um, I think you have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot of experience that you can give to husbands and, and advice that you can give to husbands, godly advice that won't steer husbands wrong, you know, won't steer them into a wrong direction or anything like that. So, yeah, this was good, babe. Good yeah. job. Why, thank you. Thank you. I hope I didn't I hope I didn't talk everyone's ear off because I don't. She's right. I normally don't talk. He normally doesn't talk. I mean, he's not allowed to because she does all the talk. He does talk. Let's just let, let, he talks. But I sometimes seem to monopolize the conversation. Sometimes. And <laughs> see, I was going to make it real good, but now I'm not. <laughs> Sometimes I monopolize the conversation. And so I really just wanted to hear from my husband and I wanted to hear his thoughts and I wanted to hear some things that he was thinking about. And then, yeah, I mean, what a perfect episode. I think that this is what, you know, every episode that we do, I do believe God designs it for a reason and it's out there for a reason. So this episode we did was for a reason. Was for a reason. So well, I'm glad. I'm glad to do it, and um, it was fun. This yeah. was this was a good conversation and sharing my thoughts yeah. as a husband. And yeah. it was awesome. Good job, babe. 
Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and pray and close out this episode. And, and yeah, great job. I think God just really had his hand on this episode. So, God, I just thank you for this episode. I thank you for my husband. And I thank you for the wisdom, the advice, the truth, his truth, Lord, that he can impart on other husbands and, and you know, hopefully answer some longing questions that some husbands have been having and, and uh, point them in the right direction of, of um, how they should lead their family, how they should direct their family, protect, provide, be responsible, all of that, Lord. And so, Lord, I just thank you for, for having your hand on this episode and on his conversation, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that it would bless somebody. Um, Lord, you are awesome. You're great. And I just thank you. And I love you in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Greatest Covenant. For more information about The Greatest Covenant, you can reach out to us at our website at www.thegreatestcovenant.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Greatest Covenant. You can also reach out to us via email at thegreatestcovenant21 at gmail.com. God bless you and we love you all.